Welcome to the Overcome Porncast. I am your host, Jack Dodgen, joined by co-host Chris Croats. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It is not a windy day here in Pennsylvania. so Thank goodness. I know, I know. So many of these things we're going to talk about this morning seem like deja vu. Yeah. Uh, for instance, Chris, have you ever heard about having pornography at the church building? Besides uh, last week <laughs> when I answered the same question. Like three or four different times when we no. uh, we talked about it beforehand. <laughs> we recorded twice. Oh, man. Oh. So the, the wind destroyed all of our recordings last week. Uh, his power spontaneously shut down repeatedly in the middle of recording. It was awesome. It was ridiculous. Um, yeah. So uh, that's why this is coming to you late, but that's all right. Uh, but that is a true thing that happened. So... Here yeah, the, the this, is not a, this is not a uh, dog-ate-my-homework situation. Yeah, no, this, this is actually, real. actually happened. There was pornography at the church building where I work. And uh, in the dumpster, I guess this was two Sundays ago, three Sundays ago, uh, there was a, not just like a, a cutout or a magazine or something, it was an entire box plastic box which is how people knew that it was pornography uh covered or just filled with uh playboy magazines sitting in our dumpster and so you know we're sitting here thinking okay did somebody from church bring these to come throw them away uh did uh, you know where where did these come from uh, hopefully nobody's driving up to church and like <laughs> oh they had them in their car or yeah. Uh, after the sermon, they're like, you know, the preacher was right. And so he goes to his trunk and pulls out his... I'm convicted. I'm yeah, his <laughs> box full of Playboys that he just drives around with. Uh, so we don't think that's what it was. Here is our theory as to what happened. Because there's a weird twist to all this. We think uh, that uh, in some apartments that are nearby the church building, uh, probably from there, uh, that... Some kid or some some guy got in trouble uh, and was told to throw those things away. Boom. And so to avoid punishment, get them out. He got rid of those things and put them in the church dumpster. Now here's where this gets interesting. Uh, the trash, uh, the the garbage truck came on uh, Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday that week, and after the trash was gone. It was yeah, that's what it was. Uh, it was Thursday, so after Wednesday night, uh, we go back and notice. Okay, the trash is gone, and somebody came in and told us there is a thing of Playboys sitting outside the dumpster. <laughs> so our best guess is like somebody got in trouble. They had to throw it away, so they air quotes threw it away. But then they made sure that before the garbage truck came, because it's you know regular schedule and everything, yeah. uh, they made sure to get it out and kind of keep their secret stash there. So then we had the discussion of, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I, I don't want to say props to that guy, but he was thinking about, he, that shows you, this shows you uh, what kind of uh, things pornography can get you to do. Yeah. Forward thinking. Uh, Lying about throwing it away and, and all this kind of stuff. Okay, so <laughs> forward thinking. We're trying to <laughs> don't don't say anything that might be misconstrued as positive. Uh, <laughs> this is in no way positive. 
Uh, porn will not help with your forward thinking unless that forward thinking is lying or other things. Uh, okay, so here's what happened. It's it's sitting out there, right? And so the preacher and I are talking about, okay, what do we do now? <laughs> do we put it back in the dumpster and hope that it leaves next time? Uh, or do we go and, because, you know, I'm living out in rural, rural Oklahoma. That was a hard word for me to say. Uh, and so we can go out and burn the stuff and get rid of it that way. And so that's kind of the, uh, the that was the first suggestion thrown out. Yeah. No, what you, if we you take, take it. it home and burn it? And <laughs> I'm like, okay, so who who wants to take it in their car and drive home? You know, yeah. the local, local preacher caught with Playboy's. In his passenger seat. Mountain. Yeah, mountain of Playboys. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, and I'm sitting here thinking, listen, if I take this, I know for a fact I'm going to be pulled over for some reason. And it's, it's just what happens. It's going to be found out. Like, there's no doubt about these things. Uh, and so I don't know what happened to them. I'm assuming that they were gotten rid of uh, in the in the best way Uh possible whatever that is i don't yeah, know if they were thrown say, away hey, that's above my pay grade you know <laughs> yeah that's not a i'm uh i'm not uh involved in those sort of things that's uh i think that goes to one of the deacons yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> who's the deacon <laughs> who's the uh, deacon anyway, in charge what... of uh disposing of pornography again <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh that was a uh it was an interesting thing uh that Kind of provided some entertainment as far as, you know, what do we do? Where did this come from? It was just a weird yeah. uh, discussion, but I'm pretty sure it's gone. It's been cleansed from, the, from the area. I am so glad. As far as I know. I'm glad. Which is good. And that's what this show is all about is cleansing it from, from you. Just getting the porn out Listen. of there. That's right. Uh, and today we're starting a series. Uh, I don't know how often we're going to do these or how many of these that we're going to do, but we do have several kind of listed out Yeah, of things that contribute towards you using pornography. Uh, and the first thing today is going to be dealing with abuse. Uh, Chris kind of brought this up to me and said, hey, I've got some ideas for our next uh, few shows if you're interested in those things. And I thought it was a great idea. And uh Chris, why don't you, because I know you've got some stuff on this. Oh, I got something. I know you got a lot of stuff on this. Uh, why don't you kind of fill in uh, all of us here, listeners here, about uh, kind of statistics with people who are abused in, in any form uh, and how that might lead to pornography usage. Okay. So what, what we're calling these are core issues, uh, yeah. basically things that uh, are kind of we might view them as outside or detached from addiction uh, but really is kind of the thing that is fueling it to to begin with so mm -hmm. uh, these core issues really bo boil down to three things abandonment abuse and shame and we're going to talk about those um, but today we're talking about abuse uh, so just some stats uh, about abuse uh, of people who are caught up in sex or pornography addiction uh, they found that 97% of them had been emotionally abused at some point in their lives 81% of them were sexually abused at some point in their lives and 72% were physically abused at some point in their lives good grief um, and so that I mean that's a huge percentage and it's something yeah. that can't be ignored 
uh, of something that all of these addicts all have in common. And with any study like this, there's going to be people who either, you know, they're not telling the truth or hiding it um, because they, uh, I mean, they're ashamed, right? That's one of the ones sure. on here. Um, but beyond that, I have some more stats. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. So 50, up to 50% of those sexually who sexually abuse children are under the age of 18. So what does that mean uh, for the average uh, person that is sexually abused? It's probably one of their peers or a, a younger person that they look up to, um, which is kind of scary. Yes. Um, 20 to 50% of adolescents who have uh, sexually abused children were themselves victims of physical abuse um, and approximately 40 to 80 percent of those victims uh, were victims of sexual abuse. So it's kind of like um, that stat tells me that there's kind of the cycle going on, right? Of uh, yeah. the the saying is uh, hurt people, hurt people, right? If that makes sense. Yeah, those, and it's those people who uh, are who have themselves been hurt go and in turn hurt other people. It's kind of like the bully syndrome, right? Yeah, the. I, I can't remember what movie it was or some TV show where the guy, uh, after talking to his his parents, finally goes and stands up to the bully and basically tells the bully, you know, I know that you're only doing this because you have some oppressed oh. emotional issues uh, within your, you know, whatever. And I can't remember if the bully starts crying or if bully beats him up or whatever. But I it's, think they get into a fight. That's um, what is that movie called? It's Seventeen again, right? Zac Efron. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, we have both just admitted to watching this Zac Efron movie. Uh, at least parts of it. But it has Listen, a good I didn't say anything. It. You said it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, that's not, true. I mean, I'm that's, not crying. You're crying. If you know yeah, what no, scene it, you're, we're talking about, that's exactly the idea here is, you know, either uh, repressed or abused people then go out and a lot of times repress or abuse other people. And this is kind of the... Uh, people who do things like behavioral science and pornography is still, while there's a lot of information on it, it's still, I don't want to say new. It's been around for a long time, but as far as internet pornography goes, that is a newer thing. It is. Uh, in the last decade or so of extreme access, uh, kind of on demand at your fingertips, now at your phones over the last several years. Um, and we're only just beginning to see the effects of things like that. Uh, if I remember correctly, there were there was another couple states this last week or so that declared uh, pornography addiction a public health crisis. Yeah, which was, yeah, it was very cool to see. Uh, People are jumping on board. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is where does it come about as being a problem? And that's where this whole nature versus nurture thing comes in. It, are are people more predisposed to it? Or is it an issue because of the environment you're raised in, or is it a little bit of both? Um, I'm not opposed to saying that some of it's nature, but from everything we see as far as with this abuse, uh, what we'll talk about with abandonment and other things, uh, other, other core issues that lead to this, a lot of the reason why people turn to pornography is to kind of fill a void or fix something in their life that just doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. you know, people who are being abused, they're dealing with they're dealing with abuse. They're dealing with that issue, and it's it's a very negative thing in a lot of ways. 
uh, emotionally and physically and however that abuse manifests itself. And so you go and look for a way out. Uh, and for a long time, and, and I'm sure there are more than these, but what are kind of like the main ways of soothing yourself? Well, there's comfort food, uh, and then you have things like drugs and alcohol, right? Yeah. Drugs are the, you've kind of hit rock bottom, have nowhere else to go because everybody knows what drugs do to your entire life. So that's kind of a last resort for a lot of people, I think. Then you have alcohol that's easy to get to, but it does cost a lot of money. But you know, we know a lot of people who go into alcohol to try to soothe the issues that they have going on. Yeah. Food. We all know people who stress eat or uh, overeat when uh, they're nervous or things like that. Uh, that that it's easily accessible. Nobody's going to judge you for going to Walmart. I mean, the cashier doesn't look at you weird when you check out with a thousand pizza rolls in your cart. I don't know. I don't know about that. I've come across group, some pretty uh, judgmental uh, cashiers. Have you uh, done some youth group uh, Sam's Club trips and just had weird uh, oh, yeah. pallets of foods? What are you doing? I'm not. It's not don't, for me. It's not your business. <laughs> Uh, uh, but uh, for the most part, you just kind of get whatever and nobody really questions it food wise. Mm -hmm. And then here comes pornography where it's where it is. And we brought these statistics up before. Chemically, it is as dangerous as things like alcohol and drugs. Yeah. But it's as accessible as things like food and it's easy to hide. Uh, it's at least on a surface level, people don't think that it affects them very much. Yeah. Um, but over time and, and it doesn't take a lot of time, but well, it starts to wear you down and things like that. It might even so be more accessible than food, right? I mean, cause food, you actually have to yeah. like go somewhere gotta, to get it. You have it. to have money for it. You have to go somewhere to get to it. Porn is just, you know, you pull, you bring up your phone or you go on your laptop and it's just, it's right there. It's almost yeah, inescapable. As long as you have... Like at the very least a data plan, even if you don't have Wi-Fi, as long as you have enough data to get online somehow, yeah. uh, then there you go. You have porn access. And that's it's it's I, I think you're right. More accessible, more easily to get to uh, than really any of these other ways to soothe. Which and makes I think it that's dangerous. Seeing. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what makes it so dangerous. And uh, just like you said of like the general idea of porn is it's, you know, it's, it's no big deal. It's just me, you know, it's just me doing my own thing. Um, right. And it's not generally viewed as damaging until you have become an addict. And now you realize, oh, this I'm trapped. Yeah. It's like one of those drifting things that you're, you don't realize how far from shore you are until you look back and go, oh, I can't can't see land anymore uh this is not good i'm in a bad place um uh, but i think i think that's what a lot of this has to deal with uh, mm -hmm. and when you have people who are dealing with pornography it's often not because they woke up one day and decided you know i think i'm really into pornography i'm gonna go pursue it yeah it's a result of there's abuse in my life there's this other thing in my life and i don't know what to do about it and they stumble upon pornography and then yeah. that makes them feel good because it does until it doesn't. Yeah. Um, it's just like anything, you know, they're, they're trying to cope, um, with yeah. 
stress in life or these feelings or again i mean abuse by itself is just you know i don't want to think about this i i want to be something else and so they you know you reach out for something and a lot of times that something is very damaging yeah, and um, pornography prides, uh, provides a, a promise like that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, you know, it's it's just you. It's this person. They wanted to do this. This is filmed for your enjoyment. It will make you feel better. And that's that's kind of the, the promise with these things. And then you – so people get into it to feel better, and they do for a little while. Um, but that's, that's what a lot of this is. And it's not just limited to abuse, so that's what we're f- – specifically focusing on today i mean the statistics you threw out were unreal as far as abuse goes yeah well, such I, a high percentage of people i have, have i have one fact. more i think that might uh kind of tie this all in a nice bow um go for it in you know kind of wrapping up this idea of abuse um it says uh it is estimated that one in four girls and one in six boys will have experienced an episode of sexual abuse while younger than 18 years. Wow. So one in four, so a quarter of all girls and one-sixth of all boys. But then it also says that the number of boys affected may be falsely low because of reporting techniques. Um, And I can completely understand that of uh, boys not wanting to admit of uh, an episode of abuse. And so this is kind of the... uh, I guess kind of the the message of this episode talking about abuse is for us to realize not only about abuse, but pornography and how it affects us, whether you're an addict or you have a loved one who is realizing that there are probably more people out there who can sympathize with you than there are not. Yes. And it's that I think there's that part to this where, uh, one, a lot of, I mean, the statistics you read, the things like that, and when we've talked about pornography as well, the statistics there, uh, this is one of those things. And I, and I imagine this is true with abuse, though. I don't have this from any personal experience, uh, that those kinds of things you go through, you feel like this, this is just happening to me or yeah. a small minority of people. When yeah. it's really a, a huge number of people. Yeah. Same is true of pornography and, and really a lot of things. And so that that makes this uh, that makes the call to be transparent and honest uh, and look for help even more of a thing. Yeah. Uh, but then the other part of this is too, oh, you watch pornography, you must be one of those sick perverts. Well, most people are into pornography because there's something going on in their life. There's some void, there's some negative impact they've had that are causing them to look for some kind of outlet, Mm -hmm. some way out. Uh, And pornography provides an easy out, at least that's what it looks like. Um, And so when people come and be open and honest with you, you have to be receptive to that. Uh, don't, Don't jump on to the judgmental, this is why you have the issue train listen to where they're coming from absolutely Uh, absolutely and that's kind of what the our larger message with our you know this podcast the our our material that we put out is yeah really it's it's about confession it's about openness and honesty and as corny as that might sound that is where the answer is yep is just talking about it 
whether you struggle with it or not, the only way we're going to get over this is if we actually open up these lines of communication with each other and realize that this is not a, like you said, you know, oh, you must just be one of those perverts. This is a problem that a lot of people have. And the only way to get over it is to, one, get over the judgmental uh, mindset and, two, actually start talking about it. Yeah, it's not a here's a 12-step program to get out of pornography addiction. It's people caring about people. And when we talk about things like that, uh, especially those of you that are Christians listening to this, we have to be at the forefront of caring for other people. Absolutely. Uh, And if we're not doing it, you know, who is? Uh, That's what we're called to do. So uh, be thinking about those things as we kind of conclude this today and as we keep this series going, that, uh, that there are... Uh, issues that go uh, further back than just, you know, that aren't surface level pornography. There are things underneath that uh, more deeply rooted in in the person and what's going on in their life. Listen to them. Those that have this problem, don't be afraid to talk about it. You are not the only one. Uh, You are one of many who have the same issue. Yep. Uh, That's our show for today, Uh, dealing with abuse. Uh, as, As always, you can get a hold of us at uh, Chris or Jack at strongchurch.org. Uh, and you can find us online at starttofinish.org forward slash overcome online. Uh, you can also find our Strong Church stuff there as well. Uh, check out our Facebook pages for those things, and you can get a hold of us. We're always kind of around uh, doing internet stuff. We're everywhere. Uh, so we are everywhere. Uh, so if you have any suggestions for the show or any comments about this, of course, you can leave those on here. We'd love to talk with you. And of course, if you have this issue, this is something you're dealing with, talk to us. Get a hold of happy us. Yeah. To, yeah we, we are happy to, to take the time to uh, talk to you and, and work with you on this stuff. And you um, wouldn't be the first. So that's true. You'd be, again, one of many. Uh, that have the the issue and that have opened up to to find some help somewhere. We're not gonna we're not gonna turn you away. We want to hear. We are here to help and want to hear about the things that you have going on and, and do whatever Absolutely. we can. That's the show for this week. We'll see you next time. See ya.